Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this evening. This is our last show in 2017 because it is the 28th of December, and the next time we do a show together, all of us, it's going to be 2018. So um, that's pretty exciting. Great year for our family, hopefully for your family as well. Just coming in off the holidays, off of Christmas anyways, in the middle of the holiday week, I guess, and uh, Christmas was fun around here. We had a bunch of people. I think I did dinner for 20 on Christmas Day. My son flew in. Our son flew in, got in Christmas morning on the red eye, so that, that was my best Christmas present right there was when Jonathan arrived. I cried when he walked in the door. <laughs> He's just like, oh, mom. So, you know, I couldn't help it, and uh, and frankly, I'm I'm glad to have a few days days to just relax because all of us who are moms and wives and grandmothers and, you know, it's a lot of work to put on all this Christmas stuff. I know you guys know what I'm talking about. I mean, we break our rear ends to make it wonderful for the family and that's all part of it. And I, like all of you, get a lot of joy out of it, but oh my God, it's a lot of work, isn't it? So so hopefully you'll get some relaxing in this week, too, like I am. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And we have some callers on hold already that are very gracious and have called in during this holiday week to, to talk with us. So let's go ahead and go to the phones. And our first caller is Lydia. So welcome, Hi. Lydia. Hi there. Um, How are you, Lydia? Thank you so much. I'm good, but facing some problems and I'm hoping the new year will bring better. One is my financial and trying to sell the house. Sometimes I'm a little concerned. Uh-huh. So can you help me or some advice? Sure. Sure. Before we get into all that, can you please tell everybody where you're calling us from? Oh, New Jersey. New Jersey. All right. And we were just mentioning that New Jersey is really cold right now, and yes. you've got some more cold weather coming in with snow, yes. too, or yes. just cold weather? Yeah, just, I think some snow is coming, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Not when much, I was, a, when I was a little kid growing up in Ohio, I mean, really little, we used to just fret if we didn't have any snow and snow wasn't predicted because how was Santa going to survive, going to arrive with our presence? How would he be able to drive his sleigh without any snow? And we were too little to understand that most of the rest of the world didn't have snow. (laughs) 
But I remember being little and just, oh, I, I remember just thinking, oh, But we no. have fun, right? Yeah. We just know right. when we have That's children. That's right. That's right. So, but, uh, okay, so tell me what's going on with your house, and let's see if we can get you um, You know, trying to sell, and I'm facing some financial problems. Okay. Uh, I just hoping for 2018, you'll be able to sell and get better financially. If you yeah. can advise me something, load the price or something about the house. Okay. So you're, um, so financially you're going to be much better off once you get the house sold. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping okay. for that. All right. You so see when- us uh, getting trouble like uh, with the house? Well, what I want to do, what I think, let's let's try connecting with your spirit guides, and um, and ask some questions about what's going to be best Thank for you, you to um, help facilitate the sale of your house. And let's see if we can get some information and some guidance for you. So what I'm going to do, Lydia, is I'm going to connect to you up in New Jersey, and I'm going to raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit, and then I'm going to have my eyes closed, and I'll watch a laser beam go from my body here in Alabama, and it's going to go northeast and hook into you in New Jersey, and then I'll see about your spirit guides, and we'll we'll talk to them and see what kind of information we can get for you, okay? Thank you. All right, so so here we go. Here comes my laser beam. Hand to you. Got you. Okay. All right. You've got seven, which is the normal number that I see. You have seven spirit guides behind you, and they're in a U shape around you, behind you. So, um, all right. Your main spirit guide is showing up as a woman. She's telling me her name is Lucille. She's from, she lived in 1923 and she lived in Paris in the lifetime that she's consulting with you about. Um, Okay, I think she was um, not nobility, but she was a blue blood. You know, she... Mm -hmm ran with countesses and duchesses and those kind of people. And I think she owned a lot of property. That's Mm -hmm. what she's telling me. So let's see what she's saying. She's saying, make the property look the best it can be. Is it in good shape now, your house? Yes, yes, it's a new house. Okay. So make it look the best Mm -hmm. it can be. Mm -hmm. She's saying, have flowers in the house, mm-hmm. when you're showing the house, she's saying bake cookies before somebody arrives to see the house so it's, it smells like cookies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How about that? I haven't heard that one before. That's funny. Mm-hmm. So, you know, bake cookies so that the house smells like cookies. Even if you, um, Lydia, if you go to the store and you get that dough that's already Oh, yes, the- I, I have most of time for my yeah. young son. Yeah, you get those I, little I, dough I balls and you put them on a cookie mm-hmm. sheet. So it does, it takes you two minutes to do it, mm-hmm. and then you cook them. And yeah. um, and she's saying, have the freshly baked cookies and flowers. Have the cookies on a platter or like on a pretty plate and the flowers mm-hmm. with a note that says, please help yourself to the people oh. that come in. As they mm-hmm. come in to look at your house, 
you know, leave a little handwritten note that said, please help yourself to some cookies. Thanks for coming by today. Please help yourself to some cookies. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Because she's saying okay. it's a personal touch. She's also telling me that when you do that, that it's going to make your house seem more like a home instead of just a house. Mm-hmm. And it's a differentiator from your house and other houses. It makes your house different in the mind of the potential buyer. Okay. Okay. So, so that's when something. you think financially, I'll get better because I'm really having hard times right now. Okay. Well, let's see. What can she do? What can Lydia do to help financially? Okay, what I'm getting is cut costs as much as you can, like mm-hmm. um <clears throat> excuse me, lower your your not necessary, your unnecessary services. Like, mm-hmm. do you have satellite TV or cable TV or? Yeah, yeah. Can you get, can you call them and get your bill lower? Oh, yes, yes, I can. And what I find with, we have um, satellite TV, and what I find is when I call them about every six months and tell them I'm going to switch to cable, mm-hmm. they'll give me a lot of a discount usually. I mean, yeah, sometimes yeah. sometimes it's 100 bucks a month off. I know. And, I did uh, that before. <laughs> yeah. I do. So, so do that about every six months, and that will help lower your bill. Um, let me see what else she's, I mean, she was honed in on the TV right away. So, uh, snow removal. Do you have a snow removal company that? No, no, we do, we do it ourselves. Yes. Okay. She's saying snow removal. If you have a company, don't, you know, cancel them and have Mm -hmm. somebody help help you that isn't as as expensive but you're getting the the idea you know look and see what services you can cancel yes yes thank you you know help with some of that um (sighs) the other thing that she's saying is consider a bridge loan Mm -hmm. Um, a bridge loan yes i have been trying to get that one so she's saying that's going to help you in the short run uh with finances and then when you sell the house then you can pay that off mm-hmm. <clears throat> is, is it any way to find out when i'll be able to sell because my mom is needs me yeah and the house is not helping right where and where is your mom in portugal in portugal so do you have to sell the house before you can go to portugal yeah. to be with your yeah. mom yes yeah. You can't just go visit her? I can, but it's tough because uh, I have to take care of the house. Okay. Well, can your husband take care of the house while you're gone? Yeah, sometimes he does. Well, if he wants to sell the house, I would think he'd be motivated to help you while you're gone. Okay. So yeah. is it in, like, you know, let's ask it this way. Is it in Lydia's best interest to... Um, to go to Portugal to see her mom before the house sells. I'm getting a yes, Lydia, before okay. the yeah. question's even out. Uh, yes, I'm planning to go. Okay. Do you want me to, to scan her real fast and see what's going on with her? If you can, yes. I know she's very sad and depressed. Okay. 
All right. Nancy, I see that you've joined us, so I'm going to put you on mute, but I'll come back to you. So hang in there with us, okay? Nancy, did you hear me? Hopefully. Okay. Nancy, I'm yeah, I had you on. Yeah, I had you on mute. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So I'll I'm going to put you on. All right. And I'll, I'll come to you, so hang in there. Okay. So, Lydia, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to go from you to your mom in Portugal. Okay. Laser Beam's heading to Portugal. Tell me your mom's name. Please, Maria. Maria. All right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to telepathically ask her if I can... Well, her spirit's out of her body um, right now, Lydia. She's in phase two of 12, which means that she is she has entered into the dying process. Mm. Um, it's early stages. If you go on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, mm-hmm. and and click on the link that says the 12 phases of transition, you'll see what those look like. And her spirit right now is in a bubble configuration and it's on the top of, it's holding onto the top of her head. So I can't Mm -hmm. get a medical read on her because Mm -hmm. the spirit, when our spirits are in our bodies, they're, they're the power source for our Mm -hmm. human bodies. So I'm unable to get, um, a uh, read on her medically but the fact that she's entered into the phases of transition tells me that it's in it's in her and your best interest to go over before even before the house sells oh to see yes. her i feel that okay. very strong yeah I have yeah to go see so, I, her. so i think that would be good to go thank so you let me, let i know ask, there are many people waiting so yeah let, let me ask you. her let me ask thank maria you. a couple of questions lydia let me ask your mom a couple of questions real fast before I let you go. So mm-hmm. are you ready to go? No. Are you in pain? Yes. Does she tell you she's in pain? You know, it's depressed, very sad. Yeah. She has problems with her knees. Yes. Okay. So All I right. think she's, she's in pain. She's in pain. And what do you need? My family is what she's saying, which is typical. So yeah, are you yeah. are you going to wait till Lydia comes to see you before you go yes so there you go so i think she'll so spend wait. some time with her yeah go spend some time with her yeah and sometimes I think, she tells me she's going to die without seeing me that yeah very she me she's gonna mm-hmm. wait for you but i think it would be good for you to get out of there for a while too and just you know go focus on your mom and let the house mm-hmm. stuff unfold mm-hmm. okay thank you all right you Happy bet. holidays. Happy, Happy New holidays. Year. Thank you so you much. Too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Our next caller, Susie. Hi, Suze. Hi, Julie. Thanks so much for taking my call. I have some some big decisions to um, make as a family regarding my son, uh, his medical um, situation this week. He um, was tested. Someone thought that he might have pandas, and they asked me to that might be causing the anxiety, um, and so they had me get him tested, and it came back a high positive, the ASO streptolicin O antibody, it says. Um, so it came back a high positive, and one of the doctors he sees um, recommended he get his tonsils out. He gets strep a lot, and he said the way his tonsils look, um, just so they have deep pockets, so he was recommending he get them out next Wednesday. 
um, before he goes back to school, but then he said he has to be here for a couple of weeks, and his professors, he's in his senior year at college in L.A., his professors say he um, can't miss the first week of school, that these classes are so important, so it's an issue of, you know, is it his best interest to get the tonsils out now and, and have to miss school and deal with that, or you know, wait, um, and so I guess I was going to ask if you could scan him and see that, and then there's a couple medications that uh, they um, recommend, or he's taking augment, Augmentin, the um, mm-hmm. antibiotic, mm-hmm. to treat the mm-hmm. pandas in case he has it, so I guess if you're able to tell if he has it and if it's in his best interest to take this for four to six weeks, and then, you know, the other um, anxiety meds they're giving them, I don't know if they're, if it's in his best interest to take the Risperidol, especially with his sports that he plays or not. So quite a few medical issues we're trying to get to the bottom of. So I'm so grateful to be able to ask you these this week. Yeah, sure. Please tell everybody where you're calling us from. From the San Francisco Bay Area. Okay. Well, I'm sure it's beautiful out there. Yeah, and he's 21. Remind me of his name. Jamie. Jamie. That's right. Okay. All right. What I'm going to do, Suze, is I'm going to connect into you, and from you, I'm going to connect to your son, and then we'll um, we'll see what see what we can find out Thank for you. Thank you. You bet. All right. Laser beam heading from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading to San Francisco. Got you. All right. So now to Jamie. Okay. He's close this time. <laughs> Normally mm-hmm. he's far away yeah. when I. When I'm He's in the house. <laughs> get him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. His tonsils are full of pus. Holy moly. All right. He's let me scan him before, and he's letting me scan him again. Yeah. All right. So let me get those. Um, see if I can get that pus calmed down in there and out of there. Um, yeah, they're white with pus. I, I'm sure that's what the what the doctor's seeing. Um, mm. My guess is if you looked at his throat, you'd be able to see it, too. Mm. So, uh, okay, that's getting removed. Inflammation. All right, tell me what this pandas is. I've never heard of it. Spell it for me. Well, it's a, it's a P-A-N-D-A-S, and it's a pediatric something, a condition that can, has related to strep and he, if he has it, then that could be causing the anxiety and the different symptoms he's having, new symptoms um, like OCD, which he never had ever, um, kind of thinking, you know, counting in his brain. So it's very new. And um, they treat it with antibiotics and possibly removing the tonsils and, you know, maybe other things, but that's the, the simplest way to try to treat it. So we're, you know, trying to determine that positive ASO is one way to determine it. We don't know what other ways might, but the doctor, like I said, already gave him the antibiotics, and we're just wondering if that is, if you see that being a good thing for him to take him for the next four to eight weeks to treat this potential, you know, it'd be a physical reason for the anxiety that he hasn't been able to figure out, you know, all the different meds he's taken haven't helped. Mm-hmm. And um, so we're wondering well, due to the physical He's fully he's fully yeast. Have Uh we talked about that before? Yeah, and he was treated for that with the naturopath. Yeah, well, and the antibiotics are just going to make it way worse. Uh And um, and some of the side effects of the yeast are a lowered immune system, constant strep throats, constant. Uh Um, You know, anxiety, ADD, all that kind of stuff. A lot of the time are 
those different symptoms are symptoms of yeast, overgrowth, uh-huh. overgrowth of yeast. So, you know, let's ask the questions. Okay. Does Jamie have the, the um, medical condition known as PANDAS? I get a no on that. Mm, Does, okay. J- is it in Jamie's best interest to have a tonsillectomy within the next week? I get a yes on that. Is it in Jamie's best interest to have the tonsillectomy in Los Angeles? No. At home in the Bay Area, yes. Is it in Jamie's best interest? You know, that augmentin, that's that pink stuff, right? That pink. Um, I know. They're just, they're big. I think they're whiter pills, but they're big and pink. (laughs) I mean, no, not pink. I don't know about pink. They're big. Because little kids, um, I think it's the augmentin is what they give them. It's that pink liquid stuff. And, oh, my gosh, kids, you know, kids sometimes take buckets of that stuff for strep throat and things like that. So is it in uh, Jamie's best interest to take augmentin for four to six weeks? I'm getting a no. Um, Does Jamie, has the strep spread throughout his body? No. Is the yeast condition causing his lowered immune system and the chronic strep throats? Yes. Mm. So if he, let's see, what are some other questions, Susie? Um, Is it in his best interest to take this Risperidol that was prescribed for the anxiety? No. I think we got that last couple weeks ago, didn't we? Well, I, I asked, but I, can't, I was trying to read my notes. <laughs> I didn't. It was just last week that he started it. So, um, okay, I, didn't, I don't know what, I couldn't re- find the answer, but okay, no. And then um, the Lexapro, is it interesting to take that? I get a no on that, too, and I think I did last time we spoke oh. on both of those. And I okay, think, we, if I remember correctly, we talked about him taking um, higher doses of... of yes. uh, D3, D3 and, and omega-3. Yeah, and I had him tested this help. week for the B12 that'll and the D3, and they thought yeah, that he was, they said he was normal on those. But then if he's not taking, I guess I'm not sure what he could take for the anxiety and the, if he stops the Risperidol and the Lexapro, he's wondering, me and my husband wondered, does he have a brain tumor or something? That's, I know no. he talked about going to um, see Dr. Amen, but if that's not going to be an option, is there any doctor, like, does he have a brain tumor? What's, we're just trying to figure out what else might be causing his brain to be so anxious and you know, having these new symptoms of like counting and that kind of thing in his brain that he's never had before. Did you type thinking? Did you find that podcast with Dr. Amen? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And did you look up those levels of the D three and the omega three? You know Mm -hmm. the the dosages, because Mm -hmm. oftentimes regular blood tests they'll say, well, you know, they have normal levels. Well, normal levels are perhaps not the same as what these guys yeah. who treat this condition have found that when you increase the omega-3s and the D3s to much higher levels than, quote, normal, that they have mm-hmm. a great result. So I would compare what mm-hmm. normal is to what Dr. Amon's suggesting on that mm-hmm. podcast, Susie, and um, and see what, what he says there. So back to the – so is it in Jamie's – 
best interest to delay having the tonsillectomy? I'm getting a yes, but that doesn't make sense because I got it in his best mm-hmm. interest to have it. So is it in his best interest to delay having a tonsillectomy until he's healthier? Yes. Is it in his best interest to delay the tonsillectomy until spring break? Yes. Um, so is it in his best interest to have a tonsillectomy next next week? Now I'm getting a no. Did I say next week before? Or did I just say to have a tonsillectomy? I don't remember. Um, you said next week. It said yes yeah. to next week. That's not. I wrote it down. That it right. said yes so, to next week. So I'm getting a complex, so let's refine it down. Is it in Jamie's best interest to avoid having a tonsillectomy? No. Is it in Jamie's best interest to eventually have a tonsillectomy? Yes. Does it have to be next week? No. Okay. So, you know, maybe he can postpone it until spring break when it's not going to be as much of an issue with classes. And also it sounds like, if he can get his body healthy before he goes into surgery, that's always going to be optimal. Yeah, yeah, he has baseball then, and he he has the potential of being drafted in June, so he'd have to wait till like next you know fall. But but you know maybe we can try to keep him healthy. So is there? But does it show any kind of brain tumor or anything that would cause his um, anxiety or the OCD stuff? No. Things? What what happens with the overabundance of yeast, Susie, is that. The body, the yeast release a bunch of known toxins, like up to 100 toxins, and they release into the bloodstream because they get little tears in the, um, the inflammation in the gut causes little tears in the intestinal Mm -hmm. wall lining, and then it leaches into the, it seeps into the bloodstream and also little, little particles of food do. So the body believes that it's under attack. And what it does in response to feeling like it's under attack is it, is it thickens the cell membrane wall, the walls of the cell, the cell membranes. So mm-hmm. hormones and, and different vitamins and stuff can't penetrate that tough cell wall to get into the cells. But the body believes that by doing that, it, it's, you know, a defense mechanism. So when somebody has an overabundance of yeast, oftentimes some of the symptoms are depression, anxiety, that lack of concentration, those kinds of symptoms, along with GI symptoms, a whacked immune system. I mean, it's mm-hmm. crazy, the symptoms mm-hmm. that come from that. And I learned about this when I, I personally had a yeast issue for the first 40 years of my life. And my doctor here in Birmingham, who's deceased now, was the godfather of systemic yeast infections. And he used to tell me about these cell walls that would get tough and that the hormones and the brain chemicals couldn't penetrate the cell walls, which causes, you know, all these symptoms. And Mm -hmm. so one case in particular, he took me back in his lab and he told me that it was a young woman in her late 20s trying to conceive and he would take a blood test and her estrogen levels were fine and then he did a vaginal swab and he looked at the cells under a microscope and he said they look like the cells of a 90-year-old postmenopausal woman and that was because the estrogen wasn't getting through those cell walls. And I know for myself, when I'd go see him and I'd tell him I'm feeling blue and I'm not, be, I'm not able to concentrate, he would give me a yeast antigen shot, like an allergy shot mm. for yeast. I mean, it would mm-hmm. immediately lift 
immediately. Wow. So I really think that all of this stuff's being caused by an overabundance of yeast, which is mm-hmm. caused by antibiotics, steroids, you know, jazz like that. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I know we've talked about trying to find him a functional medicine doctor. And yeah, I mean, still he's think, seen a naturopath now. Okay, well, I would find it. I would find a functional medicine doctor who's an MD or a DO Mm -hmm. who can who can reverse engineer his symptoms and help him get his immune system back in in line. So I don't know that a naturopath. I I really prefer somebody who's classically trained as an MD or a DO. And if you go if you go to um, functionalmedicine.org. Mm-hmm. Susie, and you put in your zip code, you'll find physicians in your area like that. Okay. Okay. So All that's right. what I would recommend. So if he was my son, I would postpone the tonsillectomy mm-hmm. okay. in the short run. I would find, I would get him to see Dr. Amen, and, mm-hmm. you know, and they can help him with all this yeast stuff too. Oh, really? Okay. And or I could, I would go, I would send him to one of Dr. Amon's clinics. I know they've got one in Northern California. They've got one in Southern California. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I would also, um, and or I would find him a functional medicine doctor. Okay. That I, sounds good. In I the really meantime, there was, there was something else you said that you took for yeast. Um, nice statin. That's nice it. N-Y-S-T-A-T-I-N. And it's an okay. antifungal that's found in the ground. You can get tablets. I take two every morning just to keep the yeasties at bay. Because and you, so do you have to have a prescription for that? You have to have a prescription for it on my insurance. It's like ten bucks for a bottle of a hundred. Mm-hmm. Maybe his pediatrician can prescribe it. I would tomorrow. get yeah. And if he doesn't understand that, then Google. You know, systemic mm-hmm. yeast infections. I would Google Nystatin. You want the Nystatin mm-hmm. tablets. Mm-hmm. And um, I would have him take them three, you know, three times a day mm-hmm. until he gets this under control. And, you know, it's kind of a catch-22 when he's on the antibiotics. But that's what the conventional doctors know how to treat yeah. with antibiotics. Yeah. But it just causes so many problems. Mm-hmm. So I would, okay. I would try and find a functional medicine doctor. And that's why I like an MD or a DO because they can prescribe a, a, you know, a, mm-hmm. a drug like Nystatin that's an antifungal. Mm-hmm. And it and okay. it doesn't cause it, it doesn't have any side effects or anything. So mm. okay, so great. Anyway, well, thank I you so much. Helps. Is there a particular dosage on that the tablets? It depends on on the doctor. So I would, you know, I would see what the doctor says mm-hmm. on that. Okay. I would I would see if you can get him on it. Okay. Thank. Do you okay. know what your dosage is? But that's for me. So I'd rather have it be for him. Okay. Okay. okay, I'll see if this doctor no. can know something tomorrow. Okay, thank you so much, okay. Julie. But go, but Google you. it. And Google it and okay. get some information before you okay. talk to him. Okay. Great. Thank All you right. so much. Happy New Year. Take care. Susie. Happy New Year, too. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All righty. Our next caller is Nancy. Hi, Nancy. Nancy. Hello, hello. I unmuted you. I'm sorry. I had to find the button. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well. How are you? Good. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. So I'm going to say I don't really have like, I have a lot of things going on, but nothing is, um, I don't know. 
I'm in a good place. I just felt like calling it today oh, <laughs> just oh. to hear. Um, you know, I don't know if last time we spoke, honestly, I can't remember. I had a friend um, who passed in November, kind of, she was getting better and then it spread to somewhere else and then she was gone in a couple of weeks. And I just really felt her loss really intensely and still do. Like at any moment, it comes up and it's wow. Like, and this is an old friend that I worked with, you know, 30 plus years ago. So, right. um, anyway, I've befriended her oldest daughter, which has been great, older daughter, which has been great. And, um, I don't know. I'm just thinking about how she's doing. I mean, I know it sounds really crazy because I know in my heart she's okay, mm-hmm. but you know, I don't know. She's kind of on my mind a lot and yep. I'm kind of even living my life differently because of her. How so? You know? Well, I just don't sweat the small stuff. It's just like, you know, the last thing she said to me on the phone was, oh, Nancy, it goes by so fast. Um, and then the final thing she said to me was, you know, please be strong for my girls. Aww. You know, and so, you know, we have a cross-country relationship. You know, all, you know, all these months she got sick, she reached out to me. And... uh you know, we thought she was getting better and then it spread and that was it. So, mm-hmm. so I know. So it's just really been hard for every, you know, for us. And, um, I don't know. I just, I feel her presence. There's times I feel her presence. Her daughters feel her presence. And I just, I don't know. Her name is Elaine. Okay. And Nancy, tell everybody where you're calling from, please. Oh, San Jose, California. San Jose, okay. South of Susie, yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's great. And where and where are Elaine's girls? They are in um, Queens, New York. Okay. All right. So, would you like to talk to Elaine? I'd love to. Okay, let's do that. And um, and and how wonderful that you can feel her around you. Are you noticing anything in particular, or it just? No, it's just sometimes I'll go for my walks because this is when I used to talk to her. I'd call her and we would just talk. And there's times when I'm walking, I can't obviously talk to her. So I just talk to her. <laughs> I just Perfect. talk and I'm just like talking to myself. And she's kind of been, you know, back in my life. And she kind of became a mentor to me for my 16-year-old daughter. You know, her daughters are older. And, you know, when I would have something happen or think about something, she'd say, no, I'm here to tell you it's okay. It's going to pass. And like... We just were helping each other. She was helping me in certain ways, and I was helping her. And it was, we just found this, you know, refound this friendship after so many years of living our lives. And um, we really missed every couple of days. If we didn't speak, we'd both be like, you know, I missed you so much. Me too. So sometimes when I'm out, I'll be listening. I'll listen to music, and I'll just start crying, you know, or like for no reason, you know, or, you know. So anyway. Sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. What I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you, and then I'm sure she's standing next to you because she knows we're talking about her. And um, let's let's see what she has to say for herself. And then you can ask her questions, and then we'll get you some answers. So, okay, laser beam heading to you in San Jose. Do you know the way to San Jose? Mm-hmm. I play that. That song, I have a CD of Burt Bacharach's song, which my son is hilarious. <laughs> but I play that, um, Do You Know the Way to San Jose, for my grandsons when they were little. I used to play it in the car, and they called it the yeah. Whoa, Whoa, Whoa song. <laughs> 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 I 
they mean turn on the whoa 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 song <laughs> they, they just thought that was hilarious okay all right okay she's standing at your right shoulder she's saying you're a love um She's saying that you were an inspiration to her. You said she was an inspiration to you. She said you were an inspiration to her when mm-hmm. she was alive. So um, I don't know if that resonates with you or not, but mm-hmm. questions for her. I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Like, you know, um, is it what you expected? You know, like where you are now. Is it what you expected? Is it? I don't know. She says it's better than what she expected. Hmm. Okay. And has she been sending the signs to the girls that we've been seeing? What in particular are you talking about? Spirits are really uh, literal. So the more literal we can be with them, the better. Yeah. So, quality so her daughter, her daughter was sitting in her rocking chair, in her mom's rocking chair, and mm-hmm. a rainbow appeared on her hand. So she Ooh. took a picture of it and sent it to me. Yeah. Wow. Really cool. And then uh, was she, was she hmm? near a crystal? Was she near a crystal chandelier or something? And light was no, I don't think so. Seems like she was just sitting in the bedroom on her mom's rocking chair. Wow. Um, I don't cool. know. I don't really know that. Um, you know that those details. And then the second thing was Christmas came, of course, and her mom used to love to celebrate Christmas and. They weren't going to decorate, and then the older daughter said, "You know what? I think I think mommy would really like it if we did." So she went out into the garage to get the decorations, and she was moving a box that had some bells in it. She heard the bells, and then she opened up the box, and there was a live ladybug in the box in December in the East Coast in the freezing cold weather, in the snow. Oh. Alive. Alive, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. things like that. So, yeah. so, Elaine, did you have anything to do with the rainbow on your daughter's <laughs> hand? Yes. I get a yes on that. Mm-hmm. Did you have anything to do with the ladybug in the box of decorations? She's saying no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's funny. Well, I guess we want to believe it because it was kind of no, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So Very that's nice. Um, okay. Because I think she was in um, a lot of pain at the end, you know. Uh-huh. Oh. So, She's um, saying that the, the decorations... Um, are special to the girls, and it and they provide comfort. Spirits don't really care about that kind of stuff, Nancy, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we care about it. Those of us that are living do, and mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't know about you, but a lot of my decorations have sentimental value because mm-hmm. I have things that were my mother's and my grandmother's, both grandmothers and other family pieces that I bring out at the holidays. Not only just in decorations, but also for Christmas dinner. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. There are several several pieces that I use. Like, oh, well, the girl, the girls have been doing this since she passed. Is on the weekends they just make feasts. They cook all her foods, oh. and they're just doing what you know what she would be doing. And they're yeah. just it's their way of connecting. It's just been great. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. So she's saying to me, "Teach her how to talk to me." You're already talking to her in your head. Her answers are mm-hmm. the first thing that come into your head within a uh-huh. second or two. If you think mm-hmm. about it for more than a couple of seconds, that's going to be your brain answering you. That's not right. going to be her. And uh, well, when she saying, was, when she was sick, I, when I was she was sick, I got your book and I just read it like quick, like. Oh, and good. I'm going to send it to uh, her daughters. So good. 
Good. Um, I think so, yeah. it will give them a lot of, hopefully, a lot of comfort. She wants you to teach her daughters how to talk to her and to understand mm. that when they talk to her, that her answers come immediately. And the more that you and they do this, the better communication path is going to be mm-hmm. laid. The pathways okay. are laid. And, and so you oh. can trust it, too. Okay. okay. But she's and always I- around you. She's always around them. She's around other loved ones. She's mm-hmm. saying, um, and I hear this a lot, basically, this is great because I can be with everybody all at the same time. That's just mind-boggling to me, you know, no. in a beautiful way, no. you know? Yeah, yeah. And actually, I'm going to read a question that was submitted online here when we're done chatting, and it will, it will um, reflect on some of that. I think it will explain some of it to you if, mm-hmm. you, if you stay on and mm-hmm. listen to that. So... Yeah. Okay. Other questions? Um, Just my own. I feel like all of this loss, I also had another friend like a week later, um, you know, uh, in my community friend. And I feel like all this loss is really preparing me for my mother's transition. Because time we checked in, I think she was at like a level seven. And I think she's getting a little closer. Do you want me to check her real quickly? Sure. Her name is okay. Anne. She's in San Jose. Okay. All right. Yeah, I remember checking on her before. Yeah. Yeah, she's at she's at phase nine now, Nancy. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. let me let me And uh, every phase I, can take its time, right? It's just it's very individual. It can. it can it is very individual. It can take days, weeks, months for people to go mm-hmm. through the twelve phases. They may go quickly through some and then kind of stall. Or that mm-hmm. she may be at phase nine and she may progress through the rest of them in a couple of hours. I mean, or less. It's just yeah. everybody is different. So let's well, ask her. My brother's, co- my brother's coming to visit next week, so I feel like she's waiting. Oh, and maybe God. she'll still be here a lot. I mean, we've gone through this before where we think she's going and then she's okay. So, yeah. you know. So I just don't want her. I just don't. Anne, are you ready to go? No. Are you in pain? Yes. What do you need? My family. Yeah. That's yeah. You know, that's what pretty much what they everybody. all say, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. <laughs> that's what everybody really says. Yeah, you know, and you and you hear people say at the end of your life, it doesn't really matter how much money you have or how much stuff you have. It's it's you know family and loved ones that are around. Yeah, that the most. So yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for calling in. I hope you have well, a thank wonderful you. new year, and um, God bless you for take for helping comfort those girls. Yeah, I'm trying. You know, it just feels like the right thing. It just feels like natural. It's healing me as well. You know, just to stay part of her life. We were all going to meet in the in um, coming spring. We were going to do a reunion in the city, and my daughter was going to be with me, and we were going to get to know everybody. And unfortunately, now that's you know a little different. So um, yeah, yeah, life just is right. So. Okay, well, thank you very much. Yeah, exactly. Thanks for calling. Bye, Nancy. Bye-bye. Most of us have busy lives, and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one. It's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these 
important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals, B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, altogether, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals.com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. All right. We do the show, everybody, every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. And you can find this information a multitude of places. First of all, on AskJulieRyan.com. If you scroll down to the bottom of the homepage, you'll see this call-in information and the different time zones available. Uh, in where you download podcasts, it's in the show notes. So on your phones, if you subscribe to the podcast links, I think we're distributed on, oh gosh, close to 40 different outlets. So wherever you download podcasts, uh, pull up the show notes and you'll see that. On my blog, I send out a blog every Thursday and in the body of the email, it uh, has this call-in information. The blog is a question that somebody has submitted online and then I answer it. Also on social media, if you follow me on Instagram at Ask Julie Ryan and also on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan and, and friend, send me a friend request for Facebook and I'll, and I'll, you know, answer it or whatever you call it and um, we'll become Facebook friends. And then lastly, we're on YouTube. And uh, all of the shows are on YouTube now. We're uploading past shows and in the show notes, again, you can see this call-in information. So that's kind of fun. Also, speaking of podcasts, if you would take a minute and go to iTunes and, and do a review on the podcast, give me a five-star review if you enjoy it. It will help other people find us, and uh, and hopefully we can give them some answers and and help them with whatever they have going on in their lives. I would really appreciate that. So speaking of online um, questions, this one was submitted from Allison and she lives in Palm Desert, California. And Allison asked, hi, Julie, I had such a wonderful private consultation with you a while back. Thank you. I look forward to calling into your show soon. So do I. She went on to say, meanwhile, I have several questions that have arisen out of our conversation. If one of my family members, and she put in parentheses, with whom I've spent many lifetimes in different relationships, is one of my spirit guides, does that mean they can't be in a body here on earth with me now? I've always wondered if my mother possibly came through as my daughter, but how can that be if she's also one of my angels? And... If not my daughter, could she be somebody else in my life? Can spirits be two places at once? Great question. And uh, and one actually that just goes along in line with Nancy's question just a couple minutes ago about her friend and, and about how that works, her friend that just passed away. So here's my response. Hi, Allison. Love chatting with you during our private session. Regarding your questions about reincarnation, my answers are based on things I've psychically seen, information I've received, read about, and believe. Fact is, we won't really know the truth until we're back in spirit form, non-physical, that's after we die, obviously. 
And chances are good we won't remember the answer when we reincarnate anyway. Having said all that, I do believe we reincarnate many times and live hundreds, perhaps thousands of lifetimes. While doing past life sessions with countless people throughout the past 25 years, I've seen in my mind's eye lifetimes and experiences that correspond with what's happening in a person's current life. The information I receive includes dates, times, locations, and other details that are verified by historic documents. It's fun to Google the past life details received during a session and see them corroborated by images and information from that time period. In addition, it's uncanny how what happened in a past life can and does provide guidance for a person's current life. Judaism, Christianity, Islam, and other religions and spiritual cultures assert that we are made in the image and likeness of God. Although most people believe this means God looks like a human, usually some version of an old man with white hair and a long white beard wearing a long white robe, I believe this concept means we're made in the image and likeness of God in spirit form. So, if it's possible for God to be in all places all at the same time, and we're made like him, that means it's feasible we too, in spirit form, can be multiple places at the same time. When I ask if our spirits can be in two places at once, I get, that means I psychically receive, I get a yes. When I ask if it's possible for a spirit guide to advise a human in being reincarnated as another human all at the same time, I also get a yes. When I ask if our spirits can live multiple lifetimes all at the same time, I get a yes. When I ask if spirit, human spirits can become angels, I get a no. Interestingly enough, however, I get an angel can reincarnate as a human. It's as if the human form is a higher vibration, perhaps more adv advanced or evolved than the angelic one, which I thought was really an interesting concept because angels are supposed to be, you know, like really, really wholly evolved spirits. But information I'm getting is maybe not some, maybe humans are more evolved than angels. I thought that was really interesting. Anyways, I digress. Back to my answer. This answer correlates with information I've received many times. Angels are a different species of energy than humans. So when somebody dies, they don't become an angel. And that's what most of us say. Okay, you have an angel in heaven now. Well, no, you have a spirit guide in heaven. Angels are angels. Humans, spirits are spirit guides. All right. In conclusion, our human brains don't have the capacity to understand all the nuances of reincarnation, and I don't believe we're meant to. If we knew everything, it would affect our human experience in this incarnation. And after all, our spirits have chosen the specifics of this life in order to gain the insights needed to create the circumstances we choose to experience. So, there's your answer, Miss Allison. To be continued, we could talk forever on this topic, and I think it's fascinating. And I really think our brains don't have the capacity to understand all of this, but... That's just where I'm coming from. We're all going to find out when we go back into spirit form when we die. So, all right, let's go back to the phones. We've got Musa. Hi, Musa. Are you there? Hello, hello. Hi, Julie. I'm here. Hi, Musa. Happy New Year. Happy, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. All that jazz. <laughs> well, thank you. Happy holidays as well. How are you? I'm great. Thanks. We've got a few minutes left. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. Calling from Connecticut. All right. Do you have snow up there? Uh, we still have some on the ground. 
from uh, three, four days ago. Well, good. So snow was on the ground for Santa to arrive, it sounds like. That's right. Hot dog. Well, good. Well, you got a quick question for me? Oh, I really didn't have a question today, but uh, let me come up with something. Okay. Well, I love your show, first of all. Thank you very much for taking my call. You bet. Every every time I hear you, oh, sure. Every time I, I hear your show and... And I see people getting uh, uplifted, feeling better. It makes me feel so good. So thank you so much for that. Oh, thanks. Would you please write a review on iTunes for me? Oh, I will. (laughs) So people can. I had to figure out how to do that. I mean, I couldn't figure out how to do it. But you go to the, the, um, you know, ask Julie Ryan, and then it'll say write a review. But it took me a little, little. It took me a couple minutes to figure out how to do that. You probably already know, but anyways, well, I find my wife I find probably the, will. She can help uh-huh. you. Yeah. So <laughs> I would, I would appreciate that because I'm, I'm finding that uh, what I'm reading is that when, when there are iTunes reviews, what, and even for people that, that don't subscribe, you know, I, I appreciate you listening or don't subscribe through iTunes, but on iTunes, I know, you know, those reviews get yeah. read. So yeah, I I'll, I'll make sure my whole family will, will, will review it with a five star. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay. <perfect>. Thank you. <laughs> All right, I, I just came up that. with a question. Uh, okay. Yeah. I think a couple of months ago we talked about uh previous life. Yeah. The last one, I wanted to know what's, what was the biggest struggle I had in my latest or my last uh, past life. Okay, your what most the recent past struggle? life? Yes, most recent, oh, yeah. Financial. Hmm. Financial is what I got. Came to me right off the bat. Okay, so let's dissect it down a little bit. You know, spirits are yes. really literal. So financial um, struggles financially because there wasn't enough money. I'm getting too much money. Too much money. Yeah, really. Is that possible? That's interesting. Too much money um, skewed your priorities. So how does that correlate with this lifetime? In this lifetime, are you a self-made man? Well, I, mean, do I can't you come, say are, self-made. Do you come from a wealthy family? Or are you a trust fund baby? <laughs> Uh, no, I, I, okay. the answer is no. I came from a, my parents were comfortable, I won't say well off, but they provided me with a lot of guidance, I would say, a, a good structure. But did, but have you earned your own money as an adult? You know, it's not like you're living off of a, of a big trust fund or something like that. Uh, yeah, I, I've, I've earned my own money. I work hard. Okay. All right. So. So there you go. So what I'm getting is if you had too much money and your priorities were were perhaps skewed was the word that I got. Um, in this lifetime, you wanted to come back and experience coming from, you know, not poverty necessarily, but coming from a comfortable background and creating a life for yourself and your family that you created, that you didn't inherit. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. All right. Hmm. So, 
I bet that well, was a surprise you. answer. Yeah, that is. I'm like, <laughs> I'm I'm surprised. But as always, I'm always surprised talking to you, Julie. <laughs> it's always fun talking to you, Musa. So. All right. Thank you very well, much. Have a have a wonderful new year and hope to talk to you soon. All right, it will do. Thank you. Thanks for calling in. Take care. All right. Bye bye. All right, let's get one more question submitted online in here real quickly. And this is from Denise and Denise lives in Santa Clara, California. God, we got we got lots of uh Bay Area, San Jose, Santa Clara, all kind of in the same area here tonight. Hello, Julie. I've been extremely tired lately, and I've been sleeping too much. Do you see any medical issues? Thank you. And here's my response. Hi, Denise. When I scanned you, I saw you had a green tint to your energy field. This usually indicates the presence of environmental toxins. Once I got underneath the green outer layer, I could see lots of inflammation and crusty scab-like tissue throughout your body. The good news is your condition is treatable and won't cause any long-term damage. Here's what I suggest. Go to the American, go to the, um, go find somebody at the American Academy of Environmental Medicine website, and that's aaemonline.org. So aaem as in Mary, online.org. There you can find a physician in your area who specializes in the treatment and prevention of illnesses induced by exposure to biological and chemical agents encountered in air, food, and water. This is a fairly new field, and most doctors don't have the skill sets needed to help you, so you're going to want to find a specialist. You may also want to read the book Medical Medium by Anthony William. In it are details on how to best eliminate environmental toxins and heavy metals, which are part of those toxins, from your body through the use of foods like organic wild blueberries, celery, etc. I know cruciferous vegetables are really helpful with this too, Denise. Anthony's advice resonates with me and I believe it can help you. In the meantime, do your best to buy organic food and cleaning supplies. And remember to use organic non-toxic fertilizers and weed preventatives on your lawn and garden to avoid carrying poisons into your home on the bottom of your shoes. So cruciferous vegetables, wild organic blueberries, those are probably the best things that you can eat to help detox when you've been exposed to environmental toxins. That even helps with mold and and things like that. But so many of the chemicals that are used in our food supply to help food in agriculture, um, we ingest and they cause problems for us. So Denise, I hope that helps and I hope you're feeling better very soon. Well, everybody, we are done with our last show of 2017. I hope you all have a wonderful remaining week, holiday week here. Have fun on New Year's Eve. Go Buckeyes. They're playing, I think, Friday night. The Ohio State Buckeyes are playing. Alabama Roll Tide. They're playing, uh, I think, on New Year's Eve. And uh, hopefully Alabama will make it all the way to the national championship. But we'll see. they got to get by Clemson first. So roll tide, go Buckeyes. Happy New Year, everybody. Thanks for listening. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com.
This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.